and welcome to Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. Today we continue our series of podcasts with leaders of the 33 sports on the Olympic program for the now postponed 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. Today we'll have a look at what's going on with archery. As is the case with all the sports on the Tokyo program, archery has ceased international competitions as a countermeasure to the spread of the coronavirus. In the case of archery right now, they're supposed to be holding off on tournaments until the end of April. The Federation, which is led by IOC Vice President Dr. Ur Erdner, he's also chair of the IOC Medical Commission and a member of the executive board. The Federation says it supports postponement of the Tokyo Olympics in the best interests of athletes and they uh, compete in Paralympics as well in archery. Joining us by phone from Switzerland is Tom Dielen, Secretary General of World Archery. Uh, Tom Dielen, thanks very much for, for joining us today. An interesting time to be living in for sport, isn't it? Well, yes, uh, it's been uh, more than 20 years I'm involved in sport uh, as a professional, and I would say I've never seen days like this before. Uh, it's, and the thing is that uh, it is just changing uh, every hour. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I would say, uh, definitely interesting times. Um, now, you're waiting to take part in an IOC teleconference with the 33 Sports Federations. That's uh, happening happening later today. What are you expecting to hear from the IOC um, at this point? Well, first of all, I think that it is, that it is clear that the, the the decision earlier this week has given already certain certainty of what is happening or definitely what is not happening uh, this year. And uh, I think what uh, I expect from the call is clarification of okay, what is now the process in place because. Uh, postponing an Olympics is not just like, uh, okay, let's move a, a, an archery tournament uh, for a month and then uh, we'll get it done. Uh, there is so many implications, broadcasting, public, hotels, Olympic Village. Um, I, I'll give you an example uh, that I, it, it's not going to be the worry of the IOC, but we, for instance, have a, um, an age limit for judges, and one of the judges appointed for the Paralympics would have been perfectly in the age limit uh, this year, but next year he's going to be one year too old. So what are we going to do? We make an exception? Do we still send him? And, and so on and so on. So there's so many, I would say, details that will have to have to be looked at that uh, it will take time before uh, a new date can be set. What is the impact on our calendar? What is happening with things like the World Games next year? Uh, the, the Masters Games that are supposed to be held in Japan. There's so many, uh, I would say, consequences of, of this decision. I think that the main, I would say, uh, goal I see for this meeting is that we have a clarification on uh, what the process is, what are the deadlines we are looking at, to know when we can then take the right uh, decisions on, uh, I would say, our events, because uh, unless we have that date, we've, we've been the last uh, few days uh, been looking at all of our event strategy and so on. Unless we have those dates, we are really blocked. So uh, this is the, the number one priority is getting through that process, having a date, and then we can work from there. And you say setting a date for rescheduling the Olympics would be the uh, number one uh, 
number one issue to solve immediately for the IOC in Tokyo 2020? Well, I think it is because everything else will, will flow from that. Uh, because uh, if they don't have a date, how are we going to, uh, I would say, prepare for it? How are we going to finalize the qualification system? Um, so this, I would say this is, is not the only decision, of course, but it is definitely one of the key decisions because that, I, in, in the world of sport and, and in the world of the Olympics, there has been one thing that has never been put under discussion, and that was the starting time. Uh, in, in many other industries, oh, well, you have deadlines, but there is a way to shift them. In, in the Olympic world, we never looked at this possibility. This is the first ever time that this has come up in, in, a, in an Olympic uh, family uh, event. Um, how, has, how has coronavirus affected archery in general this year? Just a few months ago, this was not an, uh, not an issue, not a concern. But all of a sudden, this illness has uh, become a, a big shadow over sport. What has it, what has, how has it affected archery outside of this uh, uh, upheaval and chaos with the Olympics? Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, it has, uh, I would say, um, caused many events to be canceled. Um, we we have events uh, that were scheduled for February uh, that were cancelled. So as of February, it started impacting the the archery event calendar. We have uh, development projects that have been uh, cancelled. Uh, of course, it impacts the the preparation of our athletes. We we are I would say lucky in our sport that many athletes can practice at home in in some way. We are we are actually helping also with giving tips to to our athletes at, at all levels to make sure that they can continue to practice in some way. But uh, the other thing is, of course, uh, I've been in touch with uh, people from the archery industry. It, it definitely is impacting how they can do their job. So it, it is affecting um, everyone uh, uh, that is involved with the sport from, I would say, the, the smallest uh, uh Kids in clubs that can't practice anymore to to the number one in the world that suddenly uh, doesn't know if he will still be number one next year. And the idea of social distancing and safely conducting sports competitions um, is that something that that you're going to have to address, or are you hoping that at some point there is a return to normal? such as it may be. I would say being an outdoor sport uh, and, and having, I would say, already a distance between athletes on the shooting line, uh, I wouldn't say we are at the one meter, 50 or two meters that, that they are requiring at the moment under normal rules as such, but th these are things that, that, that could be resolved as such. Uh, but uh, for sure, there will be an impact. There will be an after COVID-19. There is no discussion. Um, are you surprised by the, the way the global sports calendar has just collapsed, not just for Olympic sports, but for the uh, Masters Golf Tournament, for Formula One racing? Everything, everything, it yeah. seems, has been canceled. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, uh, I think it's... Uh... I think it's a shock for for everyone, and, and uh, how quickly it can go as well. Uh, I, when we were looking first at our, our first World Cup, that was supposed to be in Shanghai, 
uh, our discussions uh, internally and also with the host uh, of the event was okay. What is Formula One going to do? Because that was for us uh, because they had a uh, normally the Formula One race two weeks before our event. So we were looking at okay, what are they doing? Because and then of course at a certain moment they took the decision. So it was obvious that we were going to go in the same uh, direction. Uh, so. Yes, it has, it has been a shock and a, a, and a big surprise, yes. We're talking with Tom Dillon, who is Secretary General of World Archery, the international federation for that sport in the Olympics and Paralympics. Uh, any, any special considerations for the Paralympics as well, since your sport is part of that program? Well, absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, and, and even if I, for para uh, athletes, it, it's even a, a bigger concern because, of course, uh, they uh, most of them are, I would say, already have bigger issues with immune systems than than uh, an athlete competing in the Olympics. Many are under medication and and so on, so or need need assistance, uh, need help to get on on planes and and so on and so on. So it is clearly uh, even a bigger impact for the Paralympics. One of the, the challenges we were having, for instance, when we looked at, at some of the events was, yes, we could perhaps get the athletes still there, but didn't get the classifiers there. So how can we classify athletes when we don't have them on site? So there's been, uh, I would say, definitely a, a, even a higher impact for, for, for para-athletes. Uh, and, uh, but I, I would say now that there is a certain certainty uh, on, on where we're going, we're working very closely with IPC uh, on making sure that we, we get that one right as well next year. Um, will the will the Paralympics need to follow the Tokyo Olympics um, in, in their in their in their current manner just a couple of weeks after the games? Will that will that is that necessary for the two events to be staged side by side like that? I really can't answer that. That is really a question you should ask the IPC and the IOC. I don't know. That will depend so much on 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 on, on things like uh, what they're doing for the village, what they're doing for hotels. That is really a question for for Tokyo 2020, IOC, and IPC. I, I can't answer that. Are there financial ramifications for world archery from postponement of the Olympic Games? Uh, definitely, about uh, well, uh, I would say there are certain things that um, uh, we don't know what is going to happen. We we already have certain uh, costs uh, we have done. Now, giving today a figure of of what this is, uh, I can't give you uh, because uh, it's too early for that. Uh, but definitely, there will be financial ramifications. Yes, and you are supposed to receive payments from the IOC for uh, for for Tokyo. Uh, the IOC probably won't be receiving those payments. I guess um, your discussions, your further discussions with the IOC about what happens next will involve uh, those payments to the federations. I, I, I can't answer that one at the moment. We will see what, what comes out of it. Uh, we have plans in place. We have also, uh, for instance, the Swiss government is putting also things in place. Today, it's difficult to answer. We know that we are okay uh, uh, for this year. Our finances are okay for this year. Uh, we have uh, to look at what is happening next year and so on and so on. But it, it definitely it has an impact on us. Uh, but uh, I'm not, uh, I would say, losing sleep of it at the moment either. What is your share of revenues that you're expecting from, from Tokyo for World Archery? 
Well, I'm not going to answer that one because we don't know, uh, because it is not known yet what the figure is that will be uh, divided. Now, again, there there will be also uh, changes, so uh, I can't answer it as such. Everybody has to be flexible. The IOC is asking everybody. I think that, 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 that's the, the big uh, thing at the moment, yes. Are, are there are there lessons for sport, for archery from this health crisis? Uh, definitely, uh, I think uh, one of the things is that uh, it, it uh, definitely addresses the fact that we need to look much more in risk management of events. Um, I think the the, the the work being done by the World Health Organization in helping uh, um, large event organizers is is, is very helpful. Uh, because I think it will allow us to, to better plan for events. It also shows us uh, how flexibility uh, impacts some of our events. We, we're learning uh, a lot from uh, working with uh, certain cities and, and, and governments in terms of how procedures work. I, I think definitely there is many, many lessons to learn from it. And uh, I think uh, I, for general uh, Matters we will be in much better shape uh, in the future. And what has to happen right now? You've 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 um, halted world archery events until the end of April. What has well, to actually, happen? Actually, sorry, sorry, I, I, can, can I stop you there? We actually decided this morning until end of June now. End of June. Okay. Yeah. What has to happen for the calendar to resume for you to consider? whether it's possible to host competitions again? Well, basically, we, we took the decision as well this morning that we will look at it on, with a two-month uh, frame. So we, we're looking at some of the events that have now been postponed, and we're we, we putting in place a two-month uh, time frame, uh, which allows for, for athletes, for the member associations, for the organizers to, 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 uh, to work with. So... What has to happen? Well, first of all, we have to be in a safe environment. That's the number one thing. Then we have to do a risk assessment if it makes sense to have the event or not. We, we have looked at several options, several strategies, and so on, but until we know uh, where the situation is going, um, i give you an example. A continental event might be a little bit easier than a worldwide event because continental-wise, the problem might I would say, already be at a lower scale, whereas on a worldwide level, when you have people flying from one continent to another, there might be more restrictions. So there will be considerations uh, being taken like that, uh, but there is no one-fits-all uh, answer at the moment because uh, the only answer at the moment you can give is it's not doing anything. Uh, and uh, we, we have to really follow the advice and see what is happening to go forward. Oh, finally... How is this affecting your day-to-day -day operations at World Archery? I have a feeling I'm not speaking to you in your office at the Archery Headquarters. Is that correct? Absolutely. I'm sitting at home. So we have all of our staff uh, working from home remotely. Uh, while basically uh, my day, instead of uh, going to see some of my staff uh, in their office or they coming to see me, is now all video conferencing and uh, uh, we learn all the new tricks of the trade of, of those uh, different tools and uh, 
it's uh, it's definitely changing. And my morning starts in the morning with a video conference, and ends in the evening with a video conference. Uh, certainly, a new day, a new a new way of getting used to transacting business. That's for sure. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Tom Dillon. Good luck to you and your your colleagues at World Archery and in uh, in overcoming these challenges. And uh, good luck to you in the uh, in the time here ahead. Thank you, Ed, and uh, hope to see you soon somewhere on this planet. That will be a good sign when we are seeing each other face to face again. Absolutely. All the best. Thank you again, Tom Dillon, Secretary General of World Archery. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For more than 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.